This is a really good place to start. And hopefully you'll kind of identify yourself in one of these and this will help you think, you know what, maybe I'm just focusing on the wrong things or maybe I need to spend a little bit more time here or yeah, this is kind of like me procrastinating or time wasting, but it's probably not the best use of my time, even though everything's important because it is. It's all important. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Welcome back, sweet sister. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. If it's your first time here, these sessions might be just the perfect length to go back and binge listen to. I'm Ridhi Parikh, helping women business owners wake up with a plan that they can follow every day. I am so passionate about all things productivity at both work and at home because as a working mama myself, I know it's all life. Thanks for being here today. You are awesome to spend your time with me. So here's a way that I really help with my productivity in my business that has helped me so much. So I want to start with just sharing what that is, but then really uh, springboard into what today's topic is about, which is really how to prioritize. Like when you have no time to work on your business or always working in your business, you know, that whole saying, how do we get out of that? How do you know where to put your energy and your focus? Because let's face it, all things are important. Everything you're doing is important. So we'll get to that. But let me tell you about this way that I add some kind of automation and productivity into the business and how much it has helped me and benefited me in so many ways. So I sent out a survey in my email communication stream. So essentially, if somebody joins my email list, they opt into one of my many freebies I have on how to stop procrastinating or how to get focused or how to stop feeling overwhelmed, then they're going to go into an automatic communication stream, an email communication stream, and they'll get a series of different emails. So that part is automated. It's really efficient. I've made it, I feel like super personalized. I actually get a lot of response to those and being like, oh, I feel like you're talking to me. So although it's automated, I have spent eons of time and lots of energy and I'm always tweaking them so that everyone knows I really do care. And you know, it's a really great just self-expression of who I am. Anyway, so that is happening in the background. So if you've ever been on my email list and you're getting all these, uh, there's a certain point where they're automated and then that stops and then I'm creating some weekly. So that's going on. And about, I actually should have checked this before I got on, but I want to say maybe in that series, like the third or fourth email in is a questionnaire. It's a little survey and it's maybe like three to five questions. It's very quick. There are, you just pick, it's multiple choice. You just do check, check, check so that I get a higher response. So there's not a lot of time that it takes. And it's basically asking uh, people who they are. Like, are you a small business owner or are you not? And, you know, um, when did you, when did we meet and what, what's troubling you the most? And there's a series of things they can choose from. But at the end of that, though, one of the last questions, I think it's like I said, the fourth or fifth. I, there's one question where you can actually write a response, like write, you know, a sentence or two or a paragraph. And by the way, these, I don't ask for names anywhere. 
so they're anonymous, which I love because then I feel like people will be honest. So the last question is what's your number one biggest productivity challenge you're struggling with right now? So can there be a more efficient and amazing way to find out this information about my audience so I know exactly from their mouth, like the words they're using, what they're struggling with? And this is amazing for me. This is fantastic market research. It helps me obviously create you know, podcasts like this or any of my ratings, my blogs, my communications, my services, my offerings, my messaging on my website. It's, it's amazing. So if you're not doing that, I highly suggest that in whatever industry you're in, go ahead, create some type of really simple way that someone could fill out a, a, a survey, a form. It's very few you know, it doesn't take much time. It's like 30 seconds, 45 seconds. They can quickly get through it. But having one question that, you know, some people leave it blank. They don't take the time and some do. A lot of people do who fill it out. And it's so incredibly helpful for me to hear it. So this week or last week, I guess, I got an answer that is very similar to answers I've gotten in the past, like some type of iteration of this many times in the past. And this is exactly what it said, reading it word for word. Uh, it says, not have, so Again, the question is, what's your number one biggest productivity challenge you're struggling with right now? Not having time to work on my business. I don't have systems in place, but I'm so busy with client projects that I don't feel like I have the time to stop and put them in place. So I keep reinventing the same thing over and over and over again. Okay. I love that in the sense that, first of all, thank you, whoever wrote that, if you're listening, uh, just the detail there. I feel like I, I've been in your shoes. I can completely get, understand that. And I've heard some type of iteration of this many, 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 many times. Like this, the whole idea of I'm really busy. I got all these projects and clients and I know I should be focusing, you know, on, on more of the business. So I'm stuck in the business, in the weeds, in the details. And so therefore I am totally overwhelmed. Okay. So there's a couple things here before um, I jump into this, but this is, this is our topic for today. And um, I'm going to just address these really quickly and then we'll get into, you know, how do you know really what to focus on? But here's the deal. First of all, in reality, I'm guessing you probably do have more time than you think you do, but we're dealing with a lot of other distractions. We all feel like we have ADD. We are completely unfocused. Like we are unfocused every two to three minutes a thought, a ding, a ring, a beep, a chirp, someone walking in, you know, something going on. So there is actually a completely different thing that we should be focusing on, which is how to increase our focus, which I will link to a couple of episodes that I've done just on focus and in the show notes on this so that you have those to binge listen to after this as well. But let's just recognize that that's something we want to also get under control because chances are we do have more time than we think we do. So that's the first thing. But the second thing is maybe you are a little bit more focused or maybe not, doesn't matter, but we just truly don't have the time. Like she said, like I'm maybe, you know, it's, it's true. There's a lot of truth to that there. You're so busy with the client things that there is no time. So either way, or it's probably a combination of both. You are busy and you feel like you can't systemize. So that's the issue here. Like you don't have time to really work on the business and systemize. It could be, you could say, I don't have time for systemizing. I don't have time for strategizing. I don't have time for planning, but essentially stuff to work on your business to help it grow. And this is such a great question because when it comes to priorities, you're always thinking over the course of the day, where should I prioritize? There's so many things that are so important. Everything's being thrown my way. Everything needs to get done. So should I be creating systems? 
Or should I be doing that client work? I know if I do the client work, I'm going to get paid and hopefully get more clients. But I know if I create the systems, um, I can probably get clients easier and then make more money that way and also have less time, like, you know, working on things and recreating them. So it's a hard decision to make. You're like, you know, what comes first? Like the chicken or the egg? Like, what is it? Do I do the client stuff? Do I do the system stuff? Or like, am I focusing on new business development? The truth is it's all important, right? When you're running a small business, y'all, we are wearing all the hats. We're doing all the things. It's all really important. However, there are different priorities in different phases of your business or like in different life stages of your business. That's why there's no like one size fits all answer to this until I got to know someone and what their, what their circumstances are, what their, what their capacity is, what team they have, but also a big Part of it is like, what part of business are you in? What phase of business are you in? That is going to help guide you in terms of what your priorities should be. So I'm going to break this down into like three really basic uh, kind of phases of your business. I think it's actually a little bit more intricate than this, but this is a really good place to start. And hopefully you'll kind of identify yourself in one of these and this will help you think, you know what, maybe I'm just focusing on the wrong things, or maybe I need to spend a little bit more time here or yeah, this is kind of like me procrastinating or time-wasting, but it's probably not the best use of my time, even though everything's important because it is. It's all important. There has to be some level of prioritizing. Otherwise, we're never working on it, right? What we should be doing. Okay, so first stage is obviously the startup phase. You're starting out. And this is really different from the other phases, which is different from like a growing phase or a scaling phase or an acceleration phase, right? Now you're in a startup phase. And when you're in the startup phase, you probably don't have a ton of clients or like a full roster because you're starting up, right? So when you're at this point, so you either start, you're starting, let's just say it's even, um, you know, you're just, you're getting your feet wet. It's really tempting. And I mean, really tempting because of what I did. And this is, if I had to go back in time, completely redo this, it was the worst mistake I made, but it's really tempting to focus on creating a ton of systems for clients that hello, don't exist or referral programs for clients that you don't have, or weeks and weeks and weeks and months and months on your site for people who are not going to visit, or uh, all this time on your branding and your logo when nobody even knows who you are, like who freaking cares, right? These are not your priorities, but they're so tempting. It feels so good, right? You it feels such a, like a, such a great investment of your time and energy. It feels like I've got to get all my eggs in the basket and get everything buttoned up and before I can get out in the world. And it's just, it's like a, ma- I felt it was like a magnetic pull. Like I couldn't get enough of that. And it's like so gratifying because you start something, you work on it, you see progress, you finish it, you know? And so it's like all this instant gratification, you're building the business. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, you don't even know what your customer's are they even going to like these colors or this logo? Or do they even care? Do you know what their experience is going to be working with you? Uh, you know, we, it's just, these are all these things we're doing and we're using them as procrastination tools. Basically, these things are not your priorities. Not right now, not in this phase. You don't know what you don't know, right? So I get that it's, it's important to do all those things, the marketing and the branding and the logo and the website and the you know, the systems, the processes, but you know, what's even more important, getting your ass to networking meetings, elevate, nailing your elevator pitch, setting up virtual coffees or setting up real life coffees to introduce yourself and make connections 
or adding value to people that you meet or or even meeting online or reaching out to your entire network, right? It's like this grassroots stuff. It's this follow-up and the checking in and letting people know what you do and what you're good at and really even being able to define what it is and really be able to articulate it. Okay. All of this takes practice, but it means you have to get out there. You got to get noticed. This, these are your priorities at this point. So these are the activities that you should be focusing on, on that point. Why? Cause you need money because <laughs> you need experience, my friend. You need clients to even vet what you're doing. Even if you are are doing your craft, which is probably what you are doing since it's your business, even if you've done it for other companies and other places for a long time, it's still your own thing. So you don't really totally understand how people are going to connect with you, how they're going to respond. You also need to have that experience to truly understand what types of systems and processes you need to serve your clients best. Again, even if you think you know that because you've worked in other organizations, you don't really know. You just don't know what you don't know. Okay. So the bottom line is your top priority in this phase is getting clients. And that guides you as to what else you're going to need in your business in the future in terms of any processes or systems or branding and all that kind of stuff, or your verbiage or your copy or your marketing. Okay. You also need to know that you have a viable business, that you like what you're doing. You need to get some feedback. All right. So that's all here. I think, I think we get that, but do you find yourself, if you're sort of in that phase, you're not at like full capacity yet, but you're focusing on these other things that honestly just are not your number one priority right now. Okay. So then let's move on to the next phase. We're keeping this simple, putting in three phases. The next phase is your growth phase, growth. Now, I will say, I want to just caveat this before I even jump into it, that you're kind of, you're always in a growth phase, right? You're always constantly growing. It doesn't end. It doesn't matter if you hit a certain revenue, six figures, seven figures. It doesn't matter if you have one client, uh, 10 clients, a hundred clients. It doesn't matter if you have two team members, 10 team members, 20 team members, like you're just always going to be growing, right? As the, that's pretty much it. So I get they're always in the growth phase, but in this particular instance, I mean, growth phase, like now you have some clients, right? You're kind of out of that like very beginning startup. You're getting traction. You're starting to get some of the processes in place because now you have that experience. Now you sort of can determine, oh, wait a second, this is what didn't work with them. Or they, this is where the expectations were out of alignment, you know, between them and me, or this is what I really enjoy. Or this is what I hate doing. This is what was profitable for me. This was what it was a complete waste of time. Did that make me any money? Um, here's where I'm getting really great results, or here where there, here's where there are gaps in their customer experience or expectations, or even in your own systems, right? So you're sort of in this, it's this learning phase. Okay. So when you're in this phase, you're going to have different priorities than when you were in the startup phase. Although I will say, I actually believe this might be the toughest stage because you have multiple priorities. It's like, because in the be- the beginning, you're like, I just, I'm really focusing on the clients. And now you're like, well, I still need to focus on getting clients because I'm not at like at full capacity, but I'm at the point where I have enough experience and feedback that I can start getting those processes and systems and other things, you know, in place. So Getting the clients is certainly a priority by now for at now, but you're also at a stage where you should be thinking more about operations and systems and processes since you have that experience and you have some, some money coming in. So sometimes when I'm working one-on-one with clients or we're in our like my group coaching, uh, we'll be we go through priorities and we'll say, okay, like what are your top goals for this week or for your, for the month? We'll do like monthly. 
actually sometimes we do quarterly, monthly, weekly, and we're going through it. And if you're in this phase, sometimes I might hear something like this. So a client might say, we'll have these four goals. Um, The first thing is I'm going to research a CRM system, which is a customer relationship management system, which if you're not familiar with, is basically just a way to like keep track of all my prospects and customers. Um, I also really need to get a Facebook ads person because I, you know, want to get more, let's say just more visibility and get out there and get another channel. I also want to create a system for onboarding new clients. Oh, and I also really need to get three new clients. That's our last one. And, you know, at, at this, at this point, I'll say, you know what, let's just put that client, client thing first. (laughs) Like, let's not make that the fourth last priority, because if you need to stay afloat, you know, at this point, because you're in that growth phase and need to make revenue generating a priority then, right? If that is like still, that that's where you're at, like that still needs to be number one. So I would put that as number one, but then maybe we're like, okay, let's focus on making your life a little easier. And my then, my recommendation would be then let's focus on automation, right? So how can we save you, save you time by making your business more efficient, So then I would switch those around. So maybe the second priority then would be, let's create that onboarding system. So you're not like recreating the wheel every single time that you get a new client or that you're bringing somebody on, you know? Um, And then that Facebook ads person who gets the prospects to get on the call with you and to sign up for your, whatever it is, your, your product or service from that ad or whatever the, the purposes of the Facebook ads. But that's how I would kind of reprioritize it. I'm always thinking, okay, what's that revenue generating first? Because you're not at that point where you can just do smooth sailing that let me just focus on the other, you know, operation ends. But then the second priority would be that automation efficiency. So you see how this is, it's, it's changing in the sense, like, let's, um, let's think about what do you need the most instead of, again, doing the easiest, the lowest hanging fruit, which is often not the most important thing, right? Or the thing that we can start using as a procrastination tool. You know, um, we might, I might be talking with a client and we're saying, okay, well, the first thing we're going to focus on is the revenue generating stuff. And then the next time the week, you know, the week after we get together, I'm like, what's your goals for the week? And they're like, oh, well, I spent the last week researching that CRM tool and I'm going to go through a bunch more this week and the next week maybe I'll make a decision and now we're three or four weeks into it and they're still looking at that CRM tool. Like what happened to their revenue generating stuff? So there is some toggling at this phase at all phases of our business. I get that, but we've got to keep the biggest priority in mind in order for us to keep growing and scaling and accelerating. And with that in mind, then you can start planning out your days and planning your weeks and making time for the stuff that truly matters most. All right. Now the next third phase here, just again, keeping it really simple. That next phase is that really scaling and acceleration phase. Now you have so many clients, you um, have so much work that you're possibly overstretched. You're like over capacity or at capacity. And now you need systems for sure. Like systems at this point becomes the priority. Okay. And I get you're like, oh, but I should have had this in place way earlier. And some of them you will have in place, but some of this could not be, some of the systems couldn't be determined earlier and they couldn't, and it really wasn't the right place for you to be spending your time back in that startup phase or even necessarily in that beginning growth phase. Because again, that was not like, we had to keep your revenue, we have to keep your revenue going. So at this point you're like, no, now I may need to 
do a couple things. This systems is definitely the priority, which means a few things. You either decide I'm going to scale back on clients for a little bit, right? A little bit, which means that maybe we don't, we're not saying no, maybe you just say, Hey, listen, I have a wait list or I'm booked out a month or two. Right. And so you're not necessarily saying no, there's a good chance that clients will stick with it, stick with you, wait around. Cause as I do, when I want my doctor, when I want my trainer, when I want my certain somebody, I am totally waiting, willing to wait a month or two. You may lose some people and that's okay. Because right now though you have that revenue generating, you have a clients coming in, you have a booked you know, a booked calendar and you need to scale back a bit in some way or another. So one is you're just like, I simply will take fewer at this moment to free up my schedule a little bit, or you have to make the intentional and deliberate decision that I'm going to work weekends and I'm going to work we into the night until everything is done. (laughs) Now, if you have a family, this is probably not going to be the best decision, right? It's not like, This isn't like what I would necessarily uh, recommend, typically don't recommend. However, if you decide intentionally that this is something that, you know, that this is there, I always say there's peaks and valleys, you know, and how much work we take on and what's going on in our lives. And sometimes we're at a peak where we're like, we're putting all of our focus and all of our emphasis and the family knows this is going to be a rough like three months, but that's it. And then our summer is going to be amazing and I'm going to work summer hours. That's okay. Like that's life and that's okay, but it's really okay when it's deliberate and intentional. When you don't deliberately do that and you just fall into that, then you're suffocating, then you're drowning, then you're overwhelmed, then you're like, one more thing falls on my plate, I'm going to have an anxiety attack. However, if you discuss this with your family that this is going to be like how it's going to be the next few weeks, I'm putting my nose to the grindstone then that might just work fine for you. You know, but if you have little babies, that might not work for you because they're still very dependent on you and they need you. They need you. And so the other option is let me scale back a bit. Let me scale back. The other thing you could do in order to scale back is say, let me focus on the highest revenue generating clients or services or offerings I have so I can scale back my time, but still make the money I was making because I'm only focused on the higher offerings and services. So there's different ways to do this. But the point here is that this is really your time to be investing that time to really get those operations and systems and possibly that even entails like really growing that team. This is when you're really doing this, right? You also, like I mentioned, you probably need more people at this stage. You might need another you or other or people with other skills. So you're not doing everything. You might need an upgraded technology or a platform, right? So if you're running an online business, you might be moving from at this point from the one-on-one model to a one-to-many model. So you need to invest that time and the energy and the money into technology tools to help you scale. Okay. But there are only that many hours in the day. All right, ladies, I cannot sugarcoat this. You cannot make more hours. So you have to give up something, something, okay? You can give up that time with your family or friends on the weekends. It's not a great way, but it could be a short period of time that you've all sort of like come together as a family and decided on this. Or you can temporarily scale back on your working hours, on your client time. Hopefully it's at a higher revenue, you know, higher revenue generating offerings and services. So even though you're scaling back time, you're not necessarily losing tons of money, right? But you have to make more hours somewhere. 
you cannot operate the same way you're operating and then think, well, why am I, how am I ever going to get out of this? Why am I always to say feeling so overwhelmed? You can't, you can't work that way at that capacity and always be there and be there for your family and have the life you want if nothing is going to change. Okay. So for the person who wrote, I'm so busy with client projects. I don't feel like I have the time to stop and put them in place. So I keep reinventing the same thing over and over again. My friend, you are so right. You don't have the time. So you have to make the time one of these two ways. It is the only way that you're going to get out the overwhelm. So you say to your client, hey, I have a wait list or I'm packed right now. I'd love to work with you. Could we get started in a month? Right? You will be surprised how many people are willing to do that when they find the right person to work with. Not every time, I get it, but sometimes time is of, you know, sometimes, yeah, right, it won't work. The time is of the essence, but other times they're like a few weeks out, it's just perfect. And then you take this time to get your new systems and your new technology or your new people in place while you're still working with your clients so that you're creating efficiencies and system systems there so that eventually then down the road, you are up and running and faster and more productive. Bottom line, ladies, you have to take time to make time. Truth be, you have to take time to make time. On that note, you know, I always love to leave you with a challenge. You spent your last, gosh, where are we today? 25 minutes with me. Oh my goodness. All right. We went a little over here but I want to make sure your time here is 100% worth it. So today's action is a two-parter. First, identify which stage you're in. Are you in that startup? Are you in that growth? Are you really in that acceleration phase? Second, decide what is your biggest priority? What is it right now? Right now, it's not the fun stuff or the easy stuff to do, because generally that is the procrastination tool kind of stuff. I mean, it could be, it could be that, you know, you really enjoy uh, the stuff that you really should be doing, but often it's not. But what's most important to you to get to the next stage of your business or just to be in the current stage that you're in with more? Let me know. You know, I'd love to hear from you. I I would love to hear from you. So let me know. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast. Click on over to this. I think this will be forward slash 93. Leave me a comment. I'd love to cheer you on and I hope you think this through. As always, you are the best for showing up here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time and your loving vibes and positive energy and know that I'm sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and embracing productivity on purpose. And by the way, if you want to catch any of those resources like how to stop feeling overwhelmed and how to stop procrastinating and how to get focused, come on over, hop on over and pick one, pick all at lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. I will see you there. I will catch you next time. Hope you have a lovely week. Bye-bye.